Summer Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. The Good Oil for Cobram Estate. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Grown, harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Summer breakfast on a Monday. Adam Collins is going to join us, part of the SEN Test Cricket commentary team as well. Uh, Bryce McGain, he was down at Geelong for SEN last night for the Renegade Scorchers match, or what there was of it. Tom Deason will join us from the Sydney Morning Herald as well regarding Eddie Jones's imminent uh, appointment as uh, coach of Japan for a second time. And BP is going to keep us interested in the Australian Open because he's going to mount a case for anyone other than Novak Djokovic. There'll be a handful. Hope a so. handful of legitimate contenders, male tennis players that can win the Aussie Open. Questions without notice ahead of us as well, of which I've got a few for you. Simon O'Donnell is in the house. And just putting the full stop on the Atani contract as well, we needed a bit of a lesson on this. He's the only two-way player left in the MLB, says his texter. Jason, in regards to Babe Ruth that you asked, Scoob, was always a good hitter, but when he went to the Yankees, they didn't want him to pitch in case he got injured. And we're told here from Tony that it's not rare in Japan for kids to be two-way players. They teach kids to be able to bat and pitch. In America, the kids are either told to pitch or hit. So this man has come in, and as Jeff says, perhaps the Bradman-Lilly combination is more accurate, has come in as an absolute force. But as we said earlier, he's not going to be doing any pitching for at least the next 12 months after another operation on that arm. So this is a long and massive investment from the LA Dodgers that has turned uh, the sporting world upside down over the weekend. A billion dollars he'll be paid over the lifetime of his decade-long deal. You know they have the ceremonial pitch in the baseball too, by the way? Did you see the ceremonial delivery in the Big Bash last night from none other than the Geelong yeah. icon Joel Selwood? Not quite Johnny Howard, but it was a wild, slinging-style, sloppy delivery that <laughs> even the mascot who was batting... Mascots don't have facial expressions, but you, you swear that it made one, like a look of bewilderment. Like, what even was that? It's a pretty big target, the mascot. <laughs> you reckon he should have gone for the... Oh, just... I, th I think in future, if you bowl at the mascot... Because you couldn't miss the mascot. The yeah. mascot's huge. Maybe it was a... That, that'll at least get the ball in a... Well... In the right direction. Maybe it was a sign of things to come, as it was. That, uh, I think he was trying to do the mascot with an outswinger. It started really wide and went wider. He wasn't happy with it either, Joel. You know, being the perfectionist that he is, oh, he was yeah. cursing in the aftermath of his cops. In front of his own new grandstand. Yes, yes. Yeah. Named after him and uh, copped a fair old ribbing on the socials from his former <laughs> teammate, Patrick Dangerfield, as well, of which we can't repeat on air. Nick Maddinson, though, he's the Renegades captain. Now, he was at the coin toss pregame, as you're about to hear, um, courtesy of our broadcasters here. He, he knew what the both teams were headed for last night. The wicket's absolutely drenched, so we just want to have a look what's going to happen and um, never know, so just try to roll a few out and see how, how it goes. Now, what happened was the first couple of overs were okay, and the umpires who spoke in the aftermath were worried as well, but it looked like it was going okay. But the Will Sutherland, I think it was the seventh over, mm. three or four deliveries there that just were unplayable. Rearing up, dying, Quinton de Kock behind the stumps, uh, couldn't hide his uh, look of shock. He was tall. He's a lot taller than Tom Rogers, so he was actually bowling down into the divot, wet. So there was a area. for those who didn't know, there was a patch, wasn't there, where it had been absolutely mm. soaked, and yeah, divots were being created at the same time. So it was on a perfect length as well. So if you're a bowler made of anything, you're aiming for that spot, 
And uh, Josh Inglis a couple of times picked up on the microphone saying, this is a joke, this is farcical. Um, there was an, oh, my God, from Aaron Finch at mm. one particular stage. So Quinton de Kock mind the stumps. Yeah. You couldn't believe they were out <laughs> there playing game of cricket. That's it. That's it. Um, Bryce McGain's going to join us, of course. Um, he was there for SEN uh, down in Geelong last night for the Renegades Scorchers match. This was this was Bryce's take on SEN after after seeing the wicket scoop. There's definitely been uh, some water get under the covers, uh, and there is a, a bit of a, a, a section in the southern end, right arm over the wicket, and it sort of follows down and, and it goes across the wicket on a good length, um, unfortunately, for those batsmen. So there'll be a few nervous batters, not too sure what to expect. There's been a lot of work done on it. We saw out in the middle there, we saw a leaf blower, so they've tried every means that they can to dry it out. It's very suburban cricket of them, isn't it? It is, <laughs> but uh, they work, so um, why not? They've done everything they can. They've had the roller out there extensively rolling when they when they could, so to draw the moisture out and blow it away. So, look, we didn't see the, the, uh, the leaf blower in action, but it's definitely been around and been used today earlier. So they've tried to dry it out. You can definitely see that it's a different colour. It's a lot darker. Um, there's a lot of grass cuttings rolled into it on top to try and protect it, but it will, will keep you posted once the game gets underway. So that was Bryce last night. Now, this text dropped before Scoop. Drove past GMHBA Stadium a month ago, and the pictures that were at the entrance outside with the UV light on them. And I remember thinking, this pitch won't be ready. Surely if they were waiting for AFLW to finish, they could have played the game later in the season. So I'll cut the to the chase. The did go right through to the grand final, uh, to the One of the final. final. Yep. So I'll cut to the chase. Is this good enough? We're talking no. about, we're talking about, you know, weed blowers, a professional tournament. Is this good enough? Should this happen? How did it happen? So, before I get your take on it, this was Michael Vaughan in commentary for Fox, who clearly thought that it wasn't good enough. That, that should not happen tonight. That shouldn't be the case that a game gets abandoned because of water getting onto a pitch. So you think more should have been done? We should be oh, more absolutely. professional? You know, I just think that, you know, that if you get rain that's unexpected, I completely understand that. But I'm pretty sure yesterday it was always going to rain all day. So why not get more covered in to make sure what happens tonight doesn't happen? So he says this sort of thing happens in cricket all the time. We, we shrug our shoulders and we say, oh, you know, it's bad luck and, oh, it's unfortunate. But he said, no, this has got to stop happening. How does it happen? And, and it's just simply not good enough. So how often does it happen? Well, he referenced a few cases. He said Lords that had happened in England and happened a couple of times. Um, so is he saying the covers at Lords aren't good enough? I don't know what he's. I don't, I'm not sure. How does it happen? I don't know what he's saying. Is there a hole in the old... He says a lot. Is there a hole in the top? I'd like to understand what he's saying. So six and a half so thousand. Lord's, Lord's covers aren't good enough. I'm, I reckon probably GMHBA stadium covers aren't probably going to be good enough either. So what is good enough? Surely in today's day and age, there's a system where we can cover up a section of the ground and know that water's not going to get into it. Yeah, I, I, I think the, I, I think that's quite right. And I think they probably had that system at Monica and then a big gush of wind came along and blew them off. Yeah, well, that happened I up mean, at Monica. When you take on Mother Nature, you just not, at sometimes you're just not going to win. And I'm not saying there hasn't been a mistake done last night, but I don't think it's, I think it's anyone's fault. I mean, fair to me, if, if Michael Vaughan is referencing Lords, they're the best, probably the best covers in the world. Now, if we need to have them improve, fine. Okay, let's improve them. But I, I, I think, you know, we, we've we've got to we, you know. It, it hosed down for 24 hours. They've got underneath, however. No one thought they'd get underneath. They did. So I don't know now whether we need actual 
covers off off the ground that run it directly into the drains mm. off the side, and they're like an umbrella, if mm. you like. Mm. I'm not sure what that answer is, and Michael Vaughan is probably quite right. But if we can if we can afford that to do that to make sure every game goes ahead, unless it's absolutely hosing at the time they play. I reckon it's a fantastic I, idea, I, but I don't think any sport will be able to afford it. I'd love a lesson on how the covers actually work there. And we put the call into Cricket Australia uh, and the Big Bash as well. Now, they're standing by their statement at the moment. They say nothing's changed. And that statement read in part that they will conduct a thorough review into the extremely frustrating circumstances that have resulted in the game being abandoned and a huge disappointment for fans and players. That's the statement from the governing body. Fans, there were six and a half thousand of them there who got six and a half overs of action or thereabouts. And yes, the Renegades did uh, a magnificent thing by hanging around for 90 minutes to sign autographs and take photos. But that's uh, enormously frustrating for people for the one regional game that the Renegades play. And I'm assuming people, some of them, would have travelled a long way for this uh, fixture and have been turned away inside seven overs. Nathan's in Gisborne on this very subject. How are you, Nath? Boys, how are we? Hey, um, just back to Michael Vaughan's reference on Lords. Doesn't Lords have that big hop cover now, which covers like 80% of the bloody ground? It, it has. If, if I remember rightly, Nathan, Lords has okay, the, the um, raised cover for the pitch and probably the next 10 or 12 metres surrounding that. And then it runs away, you know, into a, into a, what I consider a, a normal cover. I think it's drained halfway off and then it runs into the drain on either side of the ground. And I'm not sure the the games um, uh, Michael Vaughan was referencing to that, you know, that, that were washed out at Lords, but, you know, I, I've probably been, you know, from a cricketing point of view, if Lords can't handle the rain uh, with the covers they have, and, and there's the odd circumstance that stops them from playing, you know, we need to have a look at, I think he has a point, we need to have a look at covers all around the world and, and make them uniform to say on any first-class ground, this is the way it has to be, mm. um, to to give those games a chance of playing every time they are scheduled, no matter what the weather, other than it's hosing down when they're meant to be playing. I think Jason's onto something as well, Nathan. Should have set the pitch a lot like the West Indies uh, would have done back in the day. <laughs> just put it, just have it in set flames. It That'll dry it out. Forget the weed blower. The, the other bit I think. Oh, by the way, can I, can I give Nathan a prize just quickly before yeah, you continue? You Nathan, if you're still with us, hang on the line. Flick you that $100 Gasman voucher, a gift from us to you. Treat yourself to summer style that Gasman. Sorry, the, the other thing with the, you know, and the drop in pitches are, are obviously a challenge and. Yeah, the MCG, they come in after the AFL's finished and they've got time and they can take the whole oval up and then relay it and all, all the things they can do. They're lucky enough to be able to do at the MCG. You know, the surrounds of that pitch last night weren't safe. So whether they're wet or yeah. not doesn't matter. You know, they weren't part of the the outfield. And, you know, if you were running for a quick single, and we saw one example of it last night where one of the um, scorchers went head over heels after mm. trying to ground his bat and it stuck in the in the uh, grass and boom, over the top he went. Now, that's dangerous in itself. So you know, outside of just the water issue, there's an issue saying that, that w- without without the pitch being wet, whether that ground was playable last night anyway. Mm. You know, in, in With everything else on top The whole of it. thing is running between the wickets. It, it, it's all split-second stuff. You can't have part of the ground that's going to grip your bat and make you tumble turn over it because it's been caught in the gr- in the long grass right next to the pitch. 
Our mate Cam in Chernside Park says, they just should have gone to backyard cricket rules and bowl from the one end. Uh, Billy's in Ascot Vale. Billy, what did you make of it? Yeah, morning, guys. Uh, just quickly, just um, two things on the cricket. Why did the game ever go ahead if it, it was so bad prior to the game starting? They knew how bad it was. And secondly, is it true that if they get the six over the seven over, people can't get a refund? So were they forced to bowl a few extra over just to make sure no one gets a refund? I, I think it's full refunds, Billy. So I, I don't... No, but Bill's saying no that they have to bowl the six overs to get the full refund. Oh, I don't think so, Bill, because the umpire spoke in the aftermath. I'm not sure if you saw that on Fox. And they said, look, it looked dodgy, but you don't know until you get out there and bowl a ball in anger. And the, they said the first couple overs were okay before the divot started to appear mm. and, and we saw that Will Sutherland over. So they wanted to... They wanted to try before they buy, so to speak. And look, it was the fear going in, and those fears were realised ultimately. Uh, the good oils for Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. There is a lot to get to. We need to take a break. On the other side of it, we'll continue our conversation when it comes to cricket and all things sport out of the weekend. Don't be shy. The open line, one 736 736 Still got a couple of prizes to give away. We'll be back in a moment.